Hi, it's Michelle Visage. Do you like gay shit? <laughs> oh man, she is going to get cancelled for that. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I had to pay homage to the Queen herself. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, everyone else in between. This is Not Another Drag Race podcast. Here for another bloody week. Here from Melbourne, Australia, live. Well, not live, but you know what that means. And I, you guys, okay, first of all, this was a wild episode of season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race, but I am so happy that I am here. Oh, by the way, my name's Reese. Nice to meet you. Um, I, the same one who's been doing this every single fucking week. I am so excited to talk about this episode with a very special guest. First time on the pod. We have mentioned his magical masterpieces on the pod so many times before. Myself and many of my guests have been such a fan. So the fact that he's here is kind of amazing. If you are not following Simpsons Drag Race on Facebook or Instagram, you are a fool. You are a fool and we will happily tell you to your face. Just give us your address. That's not going to be a problem. Please welcome the creator of Simpsons Drag Race, the man himself, Drag Race superfan, Ronan Burr. Hello, Ronan! Hello, hi, nice Let me just there. do... Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Many people in my living room are giving you a round of applause. How are you, by the way? Good, thank you. So good to be here. Enjoying the season. Oh, that's good. Uh, and the memes are popping. Oh my God, the <laughs> memes. I'm living. I'm absolutely living. I uh, I saw the one today of, um, uh, I can't believe you don't shut up. Oh my God, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, see, like every episode, and I'm thinking, I'm sitting there watching the episode and I'm thinking, of course, this will be the, the oh. meme that comes out of it. Uh, and still every time there's some that are so obvious that I always miss and I'm just like, I'm so happy that there's this like little... Um, group of people who always like do the the hard work yes <laughs> you know right i Girl live boys. it's so nice to have like a little community like that yeah of like it's 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 so nice to like have like i know social media is a like dumpster fire most Painting of the ass, time yeah. <laughs> but you get like a little community going of people who like love what you love and yeah. stuff like that yeah so like when did you actually start doing this whole thing uh well i founded the group ceo of simpsons drag race um, <laughs> in 2018 i just looked at it before july 2018 oh wow um, and there was humble beginnings i think um that she was one of the first um, members of the group <laughs> <laughs> so love you the bat um basically what i i was already making simpsons drag race memes and it, they yeah. just weren't really going anywhere because there's uh, a, if you've seen the simpsons uh world of shit posting on Facebook. There's yeah. all these groups, there's Combi Global Hypermeganet and Rock Bottom, those kinds oh, of things. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rock Bottom's a good one, yeah. Um, and they're all very general in terms of their um, reach yeah. and what they're about. Uh, and I would post drag race memes in there <laughs> using Simpsons language and they wouldn't, they would all flop. <laughs> <laughs> of course, no yeah. one understands the brilliance of drag race, they I understand that. Um, and I was like, what the hell is going on? Why don't there's there's like seventy thousand people in these Simpsons groups? Like yes. surely some of them appreciate a drag group. I'm sure. Um, and then I also helped to run Eleganza with Kane Bonato. Um, oh, cool. For, uh, uh, Zelda Moon, sorry. Um, and I used to post the Simpsons memes in there, and they weren't quite doing the same thing. So like in the yeah. Simpsons world, the Drag Race references weren't landing, and in the Drag Race world, the Simpsons references weren't landing. Jeez. So I'm like. I, I was so confident that there might be an audience <laughs> out there, so I just decided to make it for myself um, and never really thought that there'd be much um, appeal, so I invited all my friends to it as, like, a pity. Yeah, of course. Well, so that's how all groups start. They put me up um, through the first, like, 50 or 100 members or so. Um, <laughs> and it stayed small for ages, honestly. Like, and not until maybe 2020 it started to kick mm. off a little bit. So, like, pre-pandemic it was starting to get a little bit of following, um, at one point, um, I was super happy because 
the Simpsons Drag Race page overtook my other Facebook page. (laughs) 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 I'm like, this is a big personal moment for me. (laughs) Um, I've had, trust me, as a social media manager, I've had those moments myself where I'm like, okay, good, this is happening. No one else cares about this. (laughs) Um, And then uh, I think Facebook kind of changed the way that it works a little bit. So it started suggesting pages more accurately to people who would want to follow them. Yeah. Um, And so the... The Simpsons Drag Race page for um, anyone who was already in a Drag Race page or a Simpsons page or had expressed mm. interest in being homosexual on Facebook <laughs> in some way, shape or form would get suggested to join the group and then it started to take off and then um, I launched the Instagram as well. Oh yeah, the um, Instagram's huge. Yeah, the Instagram is kind of where it's at now. So yeah. um, uh, I cherry pick the, the best memes <laughs> from the Facebook page um, and post them in the Instagram. The key there is that it helped me grow the page because the queens are interacting with it. Yeah. Um, so some of them are, are obsessed with the page. They'll share things. They'll comment and like. And every time one of the queens actually comments or likes something, people see it. It like gets prioritized in their feed so that you can see yeah. who's following who and who's commenting on what. And the fans, they love it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I feel you're, you're 100% right. There is such an easy crossover with those two, these two things that we love so much. Like, uh, so it makes total sense that it's become such a success. I love how, I think it was on Twitter maybe, I saw that Theresa May started sharing yes, yeah, yeah. a bunch of them, which uh, is amazing. The unofficial Theresa May fan club. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, because actually, here's what happened. So Theresa was already in the group. Unbiased. Oh, really? Yeah, so um, Theresa obviously has a, um, uh, an appreciation of Simpsons yeah. um, culture and had found herself in the group already I think in like 2019 or something. Oh, wow. Um, and so she'd been like silently in the group and a while ago she posted this thing being like, um, hey, I did this Simpsons um, homage and did like a whole Marge Simpson Oh, yeah, Yellow routine. Mother. Yeah, not, not Yellow Mother. She did... Um, oh, she did something else? She did the Chanel suit like, <gasps> reveal process. So she, had, oh. you know, starts off as the dress and then, you know, it works its way down to the, the tattered gown. <laughs> um, and... Oh, I posted this video on, on my Facebook group and was like, I love The Simpsons. I'm looking for other ideas. If anyone has any suggestions of references or you know, yeah. acts I could do. Um, and, you know, it was okay. It was just like this unknown queen who um, no one really <laughs> knew any, anything about. And then uh, when when UK3 was announced and I yeah. saw the cast, I'm like, how do I know that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very familiar name. She was mate. Why do I know that? And I, I looked through the group. I'm like, there she is. It's like she was already here. She was already here. <laughs> Yesterday, Rosé followed me on um, on Instagram. Oh, my God. Shout out, Rosé. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're listening. Um, uh, and she popped up um, liking one of the memes that I had posted on Instagram. Um, I was like, there she is. So said hello. <laughs> popped in the DMs. I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, Rosé. Um, and saw that there had been, like, five memes before that I had tagged her in that were never seen. <laughs> This is going to look really bad because I'm just like, you know, six time messaging. Oh, no please. Reply. I'm sure she's had a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, people are tagging her and stuff every day. Sweetie, let's get the fuck into... I I mean, I could talk about Simpsons and Drag Race all day. And Do you want to? <laughs> we can. We can if you want. Guys, if you want this to be a full episode, just let us know. 24 hours live feed. <laughs> yeah, message us on Instagram. I would love this. <laughs> um, this... Okay. I'm still struggling to decide. I've watched it twice. I'm still okay. struggling to decide if I liked it or not. <laughs> I loved it. Um, okay. It made me feel emotions and like all good artwork, that's the goal, right? Just to feel something. Yeah, well, exactly. That's what Rue wants us to feel. Yeah. And a lot of the queens sure did on the runway. Um, this, can we just start 
with the whole jasmine cornbread thing. Oh my god! It was I could see it at the gate when they were sitting around the <laughs> table and they were they were kind of having a bit of a moment with the the talking versus conversation. Uh, I was like. Oh. Oh, this is not going to end well. <laughs> no, I genuinely was sitting there. Okay, like guys, I want to talk about this now. Let's just get it all out of the way so we can focus on the rest of the episode. I thought, okay, when Jasmine was having her little thing after last week and was like, I wanted to be in the top because it's the ball and blah, blah, blah. And I think yep. I'm really great at designing. Good for you. I, If I was there, I would have been the one to say, sweetie, I understand, but three tops and three bottoms. Yeah. 14 queens. Do you really think... The odds are in your favor. Yeah. And like, if you happen to fade into the middle in that, like, good on you. <laughs> yes, exactly. The worst is to be in the bottom in a ball challenge. Yeah. Because you, you, it's like your skills as a drag queen get kind of in a certain light that isn't very favorable because drag is inherently a an artistic field. And if you if you aren't a designer yourself or you don't know how to construct an outfit, sometimes it's, it's a little yeah. unfortunate. Like, I don't know what she thought she was bringing specifically that needed to be praised that mm. much. I mean, like... It's, it's probably more of an ego thing, you know, to think like I'm this person, so I therefore need to win this challenge. Exactly. That's why she had this fantasy in her head. And like, she was good. She wasn't bad at all. No, um, she wasn't she bad. Was safe and it was, it was um, a lot of emotions were safe. That's what they were saying. <laughs> oh my God, exactly. God bless Bosco. It was, yeah. yeah, it was exactly it. A lot of emotions for safe. I'm sure uh, Connor Curran, who was on the podcast last week, was laughing hysterically at this because he <laughs> said in particular, when it came to Jasmine's ball look, get rid of the fucking star. He hated that star. So the fact that she uh, was so upset, he was probably like, bitch, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> I just know, Connor, if, you, if I'm wrong, let me know. But the next day, coming in, fully saying to the group, how crazy would it be if there were two balls? Oh, I loved that. <laughs> the delusion. Like, oh my God, guys, how crazy would it be if we had a second A second, a second um, ball, ball that I also lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to be safe again? <laughs> <laughs> no, in no, okay. I just can't. We, I saw through it straight away and obviously Cornbread did too. Yeah. Oh, they could see her. I mean, Kerry Colby even said, how different would it be if you just shut up? <laughs> oh, the, that call, my God. That was one of the one of the um, the most submitted Simpsons Drag Race posts. Are you serious? Like, Will you guys keep it down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, everyone, keep going. Keep going. We need more Simpsons Drag Race in this world. <laughs> I just... It, when Cornbread started her little thing and just said, okay, miss ma'am, I'm going to tell you what I think. Yeah. And just said, like, things need to be a conversation. Things You can't just talk and expect people to listen yeah. and not uh, give anything back. And She's got a point, but I also call shade on that because... Um, yes, yes, yes. She obviously, I think she, she has maybe an insecurity about being the same kind of way. Like she, when she says, um, I'm going to tell you something and then we're going to have a conversation about what I'm saying. Like you're doing <laughs> the same thing. You're talking to me and you're not, we're not having a conversation. You, Correct. You're not giving me an option. This isn't a, a, a group participation thing. It's like, Correct. you're telling me what we're going to have a conversation about. Like that's not how conversations work. Um, but she deserved to put, um, deserved to put Miss Jasmine in her place, I think. Um, <laughs> and did it. And uh, the fact that Jasmine wasn't immediately like, oh, I see what's going on, you know? Yeah. She was like, yeah, I get it. I understand. I hear you. And then just kept on doing this. Yeah, thing. exactly. It was like, it was like two very similar people. Yes. Clashing. Uh, one of them, obviously was more happy to clash than the other, but I just, I, I was really confused. Like you said, I thought Cornbread was kind of contradicting herself a little bit there. And I just thought it was funny that like Jasmine didn't get the hint. <laughs> yes. I'm glad that they're editing it this way though, because um, in the past it's been uh, different, you know, when, mm. when a queen of color versus a white queen, 
um, is having that conversation about like, you know, um, being loud and being obnoxious and mm. talking too much and being rude, like it often is edited the other way. Um, and yeah. it doesn't, uh, it's, it's not the way that we should be doing it. So I'm, I'm glad yeah, that it's, it's an honest representation of that actual dynamic. I think that's a good way to do oh, it. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I did see some people online were saying the editing seemed a little too like, uh, maybe like made the situation worse than we thought it was, which it's reality television, <laughs> yeah, guys. It's reality TV. Like, yeah, wanna... I'm sure that's probably true. And you used to say like, this could be like a classic um, Trinity Taylor versus Gia Gunn moment where it's like, oh my God. They, they go backstage and they conspire to be like, hey, listen, bitch, you want to like cause some drama out there on the workroom? I'm going to give you a hard time about talking too much. And she's probably like, yes, absolutely. Give it to me. I'll give you my character. She's, I want a story arc. Let's do it. Well, what you want to do is not necessarily (laughs) what you're going to do. Oh, man. God bless Gia Gunn for opening the doors for people (laughs) who want to do Caitlyn Jenner impressions. Um, The thing that got my goat a little bit about this whole Jasmine uh, Cornbread thing, when they were working together in the group challenge initially and they were just kicking, working out a strategy for the challenge, Jasmine literally couldn't do a damn thing without Cornbread telling her, stop doing what you're doing. Yes. See, I think that was just a little bit her torturing her. Yeah. <laughs> and like, maybe she wanted to do that. Like maybe she was like, um, I'm not going to let you get away with that atrocious behavior before. So I'm just going to have a bit of a fun at this point. Like, it but seemed, was it, it was fun? Unnecess- it was unnecessary, but um, I, th- I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious until the point where I was like, Jasmine literally, Bosco said it best. Uh, hey, stop breathing over there. Like, yeah, right. Literally, like, you can't do anything. It's she like, was writing. Down, Jasmine was writing down people's thoughts about their characters, and Cornbread's like, "Hey, you're writing. That means you're not listening." Yeah, go, calm like, down. I can do both. Yes, <laughs> queen of doing both. Um, yeah, I thought she was being helpful. Like in every good meeting, someone needs to take the minutes, um, <laughs> yeah. and she was doing doing the thing that no one wants to do, and like you know, writing everything down and keeping the references. And um, yeah, what's tell- wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, mean, I like, really, if yeah. If you want to fade into the background, then go for it, sis. Like, that's fine. Um, if <sighs> I was Conrad, I would have just let her go for it. Um, but, totally. Yeah. But I also could, you know, if I was pissed, uh, which Conrad obviously was, I'd want to have a bit of fun, you know, like poke the bear a little bit. So uh, see where you go. I can understand that, but I also just can't really. It's the whole thing of like, uh, I'm going to continue to put you in your place that kind of pissed me off a little bit, yeah. <laughs> especially when it wasn't necessary. So it like, was so like the dynamic was so one-sided as well. Like every time that Conrad said a single thing, um, Jasmine was like, Oh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. And was like, you yes. know, terrified of her. Um, I, I think she knew how that could come across if she perked up and fired off and she doesn't, I don't think that's her personality type is to be confrontational. No, um, I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think it is at all. Yeah, and probably would have come off second best if she had a piped up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I mean, I mean, power to Jasmine, keep doing you. If you piss people off, then I guess you'll have to deal with the repercussions, whatever. <laughs> but cornbread, calm down. Just, just calm down. That's all I have to say. Just, just calm the fuck down. Uh, no, I, I, I live for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, I just don't want Jasmine to get PTSD where she feels like anytime she speaks, she has to worry if she's going to piss off cornbread. Yeah, that's true. You guys, obviously the drama aside with Jasmine and cornbread, super teasers was the thing this week. Uh, I understand with an acting challenge sometimes I, I don't hate that it was something the Queens could do themselves in terms of a script uh-huh. and a plan. I don't because know how much of it was scripted though. Like you don't really see them. I mean, they, they are sitting around the table uh, working figuring out what yeah. their jokes are, but I wonder how much of it was guided and how much of it was kind of pre-scripted. 
Because That's it seems true. Like there was prompts. Like there was in the in the editing of the video, there's the part where like Rue says, uh, and the most insincere confessional you've ever heard. So I think they got prompts like that. Probably. To, to fill in the space. Like we need you to do a crying scene. We need you to do a confession scene. Yeah. I think that they had enough of it to flesh out um, something. But like yeah, they did true. really well. They were, they were like, they all shot in this episode, I think. Well, you're, you're right. I think that those those runway bits they shot with RuPaul, we obviously didn't see them do in the workroom. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and RuPaul got in drag in a different outfit just to tell, say, I don't want to see those flip flops on my runway <laughs> again. So Smart. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that that was going to be the real um, real uh, part of the episode when they did that because they teased that in the yes! previous episode. They're like, I don't want to see any more goddamn flip flops on my goddamn. They stage. they teased us with the super teasers, yeah. <laughs> assholes. Going meta. Uh, literally though. Yeah. <laughs> This situation with the teams, I lived... Okay, I think it's a little unfair that, like, the winner of last week's challenge and the winner of the lip sync, who was almost about to go home, yeah. <laughs> the team captains, like, the, you really want to the give it not up? the same levels yeah. at all. But uh, Maddie Morphosis and Willow Pill were the team captains. Willow chose Cornbread, Lady Camden, Bosco, Kerry, and Georges. Uh-huh. Maddie chose uh, Deja Sky, Diabetti, Angeria, good choice. Alyssa Hunter and Orion Story. Um, I literally was watching Untucked earlier and saw that, um, was it Jasmine who called um, Orion Orion? Orion, yeah. <laughs> Orion. <laughs> so did Connor last week, by the way, and I, oh, really? I, I did call him out on it. But um, Jasmine Kennedy got to choose her team and she chose Team Willow. Yes. And so she's working with Cornbread, as she's, we discussed. She's facing her demons. <laughs> yes. She's overcoming her own adversity. I loved how her excuse was, I haven't really worked with a lot of these people before. I'm like, uh-huh. girl, you've been here two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> You just want to be on the team where there's more potential airtime because of the drama between you and Conrad. Probably. And you know what? Good for her. Yeah, it it worked. Good for her. I got to say, though, I mean, we'll talk about the super teasers when um, they air. In terms of actually filming them, I wasn't really... They they made it pretty clear there's some weak ones and some pretty strong ones. Mm -hmm. I think, obviously, it was straight off the bat, Angeria was really in charge. Yes. Of the whole thing. And I I give credit to um, Willow Pill also for... Can I be honest? <laughs> this is going to sound bad. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's going to sound bad because people love her so much. I underestimated Willow Pill so much. You underestimated her. Yeah. That's a compliment, I guess. I mean... I mean, people it- would happily tell me like, you know, oh, why is that? Because she's what? Because she's sick? Yeah. Because she's <laughs> Asian? Oh, fuck off. No. I underestimated her because I didn't see the personality beaming like I do with uh-huh. some of the other queens. Like like cornbread and like um, even fucking, I mean, Angeria, obviously, yeah. but like uh, even Georges is very, I, I know she's very sure of herself. She knows, I feel like she does know herself, mm-hmm. whether or not that's going to come through in a challenge like this. I hope it does. I see her getting a little bit in her head, um, mm. which I worry for. Like she's a confident queen, but I think if you put her next to Willow, who comes across as yes. like quiet and shy, uh, I think it's a different way to perform um yourself i guess and it's just as valid like for, for me it came through really loudly when she mm. walked out there in that look with the the angle t-shirt <laughs> and the, the i'm like ah uh, here's a queen who is here to take the piss but it's going to do it well yeah um and just because she wasn't being loud i was like i see what you're doing exactly uh, and i was uh, i think it's it's um it's about time we had someone who kind of uh had that angle <laughs> yeah <laughs> completely yeah, I, I fully agree. And I in this challenge, I think Willow really did stand out. It makes total sense why she was on top. Um, don't worry, we'll get to that later. But when it comes to the actual, like Michelle and Carson directing it, there are some moments and when the challenge is like this where I'm just like, are they needed? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. They're, they're there. Let's use them. I was actually surprised because every acting challenge, what happens is they get Michelle Visage and RuPaul or one of the other judges in to like sit in their little director's chair and yell cut, edit, whatever. <laughs> um, but always what happens is that Michelle sits there and the queen is feeding a line and they're trying to say something and they say it slightly incorrectly. Then they get this kind of like buffoonery music <laughs> to make it seem like they're completely stupid <laughs> and they're saying the line wrong. It's like the the um, the doa doa Alyssa Edwards mistake. You yes. Know, like kind of thing where they, they make them seem <laughs> really could forget. every acting challenge and every season they do that same edit and I was waiting for it today I'm like well here we go another acting challenge another another opportunity for Michelle to like have like five repeat edits of the same mm. queen fucking up the same line getting or, or like the fucking Sonique situation in All Star 6 yeah like, same, same thing Sonique won because Michelle literally helped her to that degree <laughs> it's too important I'll do it for you yeah literally <laughs> Guys, that was a Simpsons reference. Yeah. You get it. Um, um, that one, one of the most liked memes on the page. Oh, live. <laughs> I live. I live. I think I fully agree with those Michelle situations. And to the point where I, I think we need to ask ourselves, are we blaming it on the edit? <laughs> blaming it on the edit? Oh, I actually love that. She one. the one who said it, bitch. <laughs> Blame it on the edit, bitch. That is such a good song, in my opinion. <laughs> it's like it really? fully tongue in cheek. I mean, like of all the people who know that there's an edit, RuPaul would be the one. Like, do they keep her out of the editing editing room, or she thinks it's just like a straight feed? They just like suck it, suck it to us, no editing. I I get the feeling Ru gets sent in the episodes like a rough cut early because they film it so far in advance, Yum. and he's like, "No, I don't like her, so we're gonna give her a worse edit." No, I mean, I'm she, gonna. Yeah, I mean, the final decision is hers to make after all. Yeah, literally, <laughs> including though. in the editing suite. Yeah, and you know what? That's why we love this show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the process is what it is, and because of that, we love it. Oh, so I can't who wait are we? To talk about the edits for these queens this season. Some of them are getting done dirty. Who do you think is getting done dirty? I think Deja is getting done dirty. Really? This episode, she for me got the sherry pie edit. She was like <laughs> <laughs> cut out of the episode completely. I felt so bad for her because she's incredible. Like she was such a good um, competitor in this in this challenge. Um, mm. Great actor, really hilarious, but like. She had, um, she had no confessionals. There no, was, she was, didn't. There was no interaction with any of the other queens. Um, and it's clear that they really like her. She was picked second in the team, I think. Mm. Um, and they're just choosing to ignore her <laughs> on the in the editing. That's a fair cop. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then it's like she it gets to the end and she's in the top. And it's like, where were you the entire episode? <laughs> like, you were there. I can see that you did really well, which is what happened to Sherry as well. Like, yeah. Um, so redacted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blood, uh, blood poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that she was kind of just like invisible in the episode and then at the end she wins and it's like, mm. what happened? This feels like a weird... Um, and I think that's happened to Deja Sky. Not that she's getting cancelled for any particular reason. No, no, no very different know. situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just like forgot about Deja for some reason. And and what's her face today who um, got sent home? Alyssa Hunter. Mm. Um, sorry, spoiler alert. Really <laughs> spoiler <wrong>. alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 24 hours. The embargo is off. Um, <laughs> She, like, you could tell that she was going home straight away based on the edit. Yes. I mean, the astute viewers among us will see that these little clues throughout the episode that think, like, uh, she's, oh, getting, she's getting an yes. emotional storyline. She's getting lots of She's struggling. She's, she's struggling. got confessionals. Yeah. Um, she um, revealed a really interesting fact about her life, which is that her father is also a gay man. Uh, so crazy. Which is, I mean, yeah. It's, it's wild. And I think, um, obviously, I mean, each, each person has their own individual journey, um, but... In order to, like, I think it is, as she said, to have, like, her own, like, drag mother and pageant mother and a gay father, mm. that kind of, like, to grow up with that kind of support system. I don't we know as, how old Alyssa we was. We queens but... get to choose our family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody 
the other queens are probably sitting in the workroom though being like, oh, it must be nice to have a dad. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And to have a gay dad, like, yeah, I think Alyssa, amazing. she clearly did. I mean, she mentioned like, it's an incredible support system that she has. So, you know, more power to her. But I knew as soon as she started getting into her, her personal stuff, I'm like, oh God, yeah. oh God, what she's going to be in the bottom. Dad? Like, I don't know if I could deal with that. It's hard enough having a straight dad, <laughs> let alone a gay dad. Like, can you imagine, what do you do? Like, what do you, do you see him on the apps, you know? <laughs> oh my God, that happened on Gossip Girl, the reboot. I oh, did it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm going to watch season two because I, my personal opinion, the gospel girl reboot's shit. But um, one of the teens uh, is pansexual and he was on Scruff and he saw one of his dads on Scruff. Um, one of his dads? One of his dads. Um, although I think his other – what he, he has a dad and I think his other parent who's actually his biological, like uh, his sperm created uh, okay. him, uh, parent, is might be non-binary or gender fluid, mm-hmm. but um, still like a dad to, to Max, I think his name is. Um, can't remember the name because I don't really care because it was a terrible show. But um, yes, uh, saw his dad on an app, but also was trying to get revenge on a teacher who's also gay. So like pretended to chat to his dad as his teacher to try and get them to hook up oh so we could God. get dirt on his teacher or something. And, yeah, <laughs> The lengths these kids go to. <laughs> these New York elites <laughs> that we did not need to see again so totally soon after Gossip Girl finished. Yeah. <laughs> I started watching season one the other day. It was good. Um, Rewatching it, it's quite good. I rewatched Gossip, the original Gossip Girl recently, and yeah, it's worth it's worth a rewatch. <laughs> it is. I was actually thinking of rewatching uh, Sex and the City again from the start. Oh uh, yeah, because and just like that is horrible. Mm. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is my Che Diaz moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm on the podcast, literally, if you repost <laughs> when you repost this episode, just say this is my Che Diaz moment. Guys, go follow Ronan, our very own Che Diaz. <laughs> we need, and you know what? He's going to be more successful than she will be. I think I can and tell like, you that. I'm going to go to your house and finger your friend in the, in the <laughs> kitchen and while you're peeing in the bed and it's going to be my um, <laughs> my moment to shine. <laughs> uh, let's not get into it. <laughs> if we want, you guys, if you want an end just like that podcast, just let me know. It'll just not be another end just like that podcast. Three hours of bitching about this stupid show <laughs> what show i do i do enjoy bitching about but in a good way is rupaul's drag race and that's why we're here though and <laughs> I, in terms of like we're going to talk about the super teasers when they uh air them after the runways but i just have to yeah in in terms of them filming it i could tell yes Alyssa definitely in the bottom uh i will get into it but i thought georges would be in the bottom really because what did she do <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't re- really remember what she did in the episode. No, other than getting her head and being like, a I little... I made notes. I made notes on the episode while I was watching it and thinking like, <laughs> And I don't have a single note about... I Actually, the only note I have about Georges is that she's really hot. <laughs> and like, I would absolutely with Georges. And that's like, that's my note. Do like, you like the shorter oh, I go for it all walks of life. Okay. <laughs> but Georges... Ronan God, does stunning. not discriminate. No, oh, she's, yeah, stunning. <laughs> yeah, she is very stunning. And I do like her a lot. It's just this episode in particular. Well, you know what? Let's not beat around the bush. Should we get into it? Let's do it. You guys, it's runway time. <laughs> to the runway. It is my favorite part of the episode. And every week, you guys know, if you're a regular listener, what we do here. Ronan, in case you do not know, we do our own little rating system called Nyas yes. or Pass. So if you love a look, you give it a nyas, and you can imagine what you do if you don't like a look. Who was the queen who invented nyas? Um, oh, that's debatable. <laughs> I feel like everyone has a different answer to that. Uh, um, 
Laganja? No, no, no. Later on. <laughs> um, Cardi she B. Was, she was the one who the wigs were stolen from the workroom. The wigs yeah. were stolen from the workroom? Oh, yeah. um, uh, Ariel Versace? Ariel Versace. She was the one who was like, yes. Oh, was, was she? That was like her catchphrase. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that she invented it, but... <laughs> no, 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 I'm just like, uh, forgot Ariel Versace um, even was a thing. But, you know, more power to you, girl. Yeah. You guys, it's not of a thousand J-Lo's! <laughs> you guys know, if you don't know, I love J-Lo oh. so much. I went to Vegas a few years ago just to see her. Wow. Uh, go check out the video on my Instagram. It's Super very short, cool. but it's me uh, touching her. Um, so that was a moment for her. me. I got to touch her. Part of her, did you get to touch her like, hand? Oh, nice! It's so soft. <laughs> it was literally so soft, and I couldn't believe she actually was game enough to put her hand into the crowd. But I was like, I'm wow. up front for a reason, bitch. If she put her hand in the crowd, she would just like come out. It would be like an acid bath, just like bones <laughs> showing. She doesn't know what animal smells like. <laughs> <laughs> but we should also mention we totally forgot JLo actually gave the queens a video message this episode. That was nice. It was nice. My typical. Uh, conspiracy theorist brain when it comes to drag race was thinking was this the message they saw when was this filmed yeah they did have to throw in the little text saying marry me her new movie is out in theaters on this day <laughs> because j-lo definitely wasn't doing that for just the the love yeah do you reckon it would be like um every time that she says something specific to drag race it's like a dub over the top of her saying <laughs> and it's just like a, a a staple cameo video that they hired her to do and just yeah like <laughs> i think so i would actually love to hear if any queens mentioned, I would love to hear if this was actually the thing they saw. I think that they probably would. And I think mm. that's why the queens still only get $100,000 when they win the show because they spend <laughs> so much money on the celebrity cameos. <laughs> like, JLo's a big get. I don't know if she'd be super cheap. Like, that's, that's you know. But it was like a 60 second. Yeah. Literal. She didn't even talk to them. She didn't Anne Hathaway it. No, she didn't even do like the pre-recorded question and answer things, you know, where they like, they like, okay, Willow, now you have to ask this question, specifically this question exactly. Don't deviate. And is that how they did the Anne Hathaway I, I think, thing? I think they might have. To oh, that um, ruins it for me. Well, I mean, I, the skeptic in me is thinking. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think um, it was a live feed. Like, I think that you're in the right place, girl. Yeah, We're skeptical. They, they send Anne Hathaway a bunch of questions to answer and she has to act like she's actually answering them. Well, there is no webcam on the television. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Well, I mean, they're, they're not short of cameras in that room. I'm sure they can find one. Oh, true. <laughs> That's very, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, guys, us with our conspiracy-laced minds about this show that we love can take a beat for a second because we need to nass and pass yeah, the Night of a Thousand <laughs> J-Lo's runway. This is, I mean, I'm waiting for Night of a Thousand Britneys. Yeah, I can't believe they did J-Lo. It's, it's, someone even tweeted, does, does J-Lo even have a thousand J-Lo? <laughs> J-Lo has 999 listeners. <laughs> but I do love, I mean, I love her so much and I love, uh, I mean, her fashion's incredible. I personally, I was shocked no one on this runway did her Golden Globes look um, the year that she she won Best Dress at the Golden Globes uh, and she presented an award with Jeremy Renner. I don't remember that one. And um, <laughs> it is a very amazing gown. It was like a cape fully rhinestone beaded situation uh, the yeah. entire thing it was incredible but her boobs were very pepperminty um as in the drag queen peppermint oh, um yeah. <laughs> and uh when she said i'll open the envelope i got the nails jeremy renner said you got the globes too oh oh yes oh Joy that Renner dress was incredible cancels. and i think yeah i would have absolutely loved if someone did that is there a favorite j-lo look that you have in um uh, memories? I, I love the met gala looks um, oh yeah, she's, I'm a, she turns I'm a it. Queen. Uh, I think that beaded look with the the hair piece. Oh, um, the Angeria one. 
Yeah, the one that yeah. Jerry did. I think that was stunning. I think like that goes down in history as one of my favorite looks of any person in any <laughs> reference. Um, yeah, she looks stunning. Didn't Rihanna do something similar to that, or was it like more? Um... No, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't for the Met. It was for something else. It was like a famous red carpet look where she wore like kind of the same thing, but it was completely different uh, stones, different material. Yeah, but I mean, like, if anyone else is going to do it, Rihanna's probably the only one. Probably. And you know what, Rihanna? If you could drop a new album soon, that'd be great. I'm just <laughs> saying, I know you're listening. Things but, that happen in 2022. Oh, if she, uh, whatever. I'm sure you guys don't want to hear me complain about that. So Delusion. let me, let's, why don't we talk about uh, complaining about some of these looks? I'm not going to complain about Willow Pills because I think she did a fantastic job. I love this actually. And I, I made a note about Willow's walk. The way that she moves her hips, she's so ladylike. I think it's <laughs> perfection. Like you can see her when she comes out and she's throwing people off by being a little bit, um, you know, like I'm just me and, you know, ever underestimate me based on my um, my tacky drag. And then she gets <laughs> yeah, out of the exactly. main stage and she's clearly a professional. I mean, the way yeah. that she walks, the way that she's stitched into that gown. Totally. She's such a professional. I think that they were remiss to um, underestimate her. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I truly did love it. I love that it was early J-Lo. It's not a look anyone would have thought. Yeah, and when she was like, why did you choose this one? She's like... It's ugly. <laughs> Perfect answer. Well, she's not wrong. Like yeah. <laughs> this is so 1998. Um, and for me, yeah, it is an absolute nyas. Oh, nyas, absolutely. Yeah. Fully, like, yeah. I again, I underestimated you, Willow Pill. Keep turning it. Uh, Keep yes. turning it. At this stage, it's this is hers to lose. It really is. I think so. Yeah. Very much. Next on the runway was Cornbread doing a Met Gala look. For it was Heavenly Bodies. Was that the Heavenly Met Bodies? Gala? Yeah, Heavenly Body Audio. With the big cross and uh, I mean. She cornbread knows her shape. She does. Um, she they gave her a critique last week though about her flat hair, and she has not worked on that. I understand J Lo had flat hair for this look, but that doesn't mean it looks good on you. Make cornbread. a drag, yeah, yeah, make a um, drag. But yeah, it was a good look. I think um, she paid homage to the look properly. Although there was this weird like brown panel above her breasts that kind of was a little bit. Um, oh yes, it's like an add-in that she just kind of like. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like an afterthought. Possibly, I this okay. Mm. Uh, I don't want to pass it, but I also don't want to pass it. Uh, I'm going to pass. Are you going to pass? Yeah, I mean, something has to be passed. I, I, I should listen to my rule, which I've said a million times, which is which is if you can't give it a, a reason to pass it, it has to be a pass. Yeah, it's like enthusiastic consent, right? It should be fuck yes, not yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, it's a pass. <laughs> Sorry, Cornbread. Um, Lady Camden was next. She did uh, a very good J-Lo look that I love. Yeah, it did look a little bit tackier than the original, but she got the shape. A Perfect. little bit tackier. than just the, the fabric choice. It looked like she's made it out of some kind of polyester um, thing. And then the actual original J-Lo just looks so beautiful. And well, the, it's definitely a different pattern because obviously the J-Lo one, I'm sure, is probably the most finest materials in the world. Course, yeah. uh, sourced ex exclusively for her. Uh, and well. um, I'm sure Lady Camden was like, I'll go down a spotlight and, <laughs> or whatever the American version of spotlight yeah. is. Um, <laughs> but I, I love the, like, the look itself I do love. Yes, she nailed it. And like her are you kidding me? Like, look at those abs. Oh, I know. Like, ugh, fuck you. How do you, how do, you do that? <laughs> um, but for me, it is Anyas because she looks fantastic. It's Anyas, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fully. Yeah. Like, if I didn't have the reference exactly side by side, mm. it'd be full Anyas. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I can't say the same about our next queen on the runway, which was Bosco, because... Uh, 
I understand she said it was she was doing J-Lo, but doing it Bosco style. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if you're doing J-Lo, you need a shape. It doesn't look like J-Lo. That's what it, like, I, I see this look and I think it's Bosco wearing a beautiful gown, mm. but it doesn't give me J-Lo. Um, and mm-hmm. the Golden Globes reference with the boobs, is that what she was going for? It's, well, it's, it's not the same dress as that one, but it is like, a sorry girl, if you need to do boobs, do boobs. I'm not a fan of the two tennis balls. Yeah, it was a weird... They just looked like they were maybe not in the correct position. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm no expert on the human... <laughs> yeah, no, we're um, not. Don't ask us about breasts. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, I, sorry, for Night of a Thousand J-Lo's, you need to do J-Lo. I understand you want to do yeah. yourself and stay true to your drag, but you can still do that and respect that this is a J-Lo runway. Give us J-Lo. Yeah, I, I think that that's true. I think there are enough J-Lo references that if you want to do something within your brand, there's going to be a mm. look that matches that. So don't find the look that's not you and then take it down by, you know, like the, the eye makeup was a bit of a throw up as well. Like it just looked like Yes. Makeup. And I get that that's her signature, but when it's J-Lo, it just didn't look like mm. J-Lo. It just looked like Bosco. Which, I, I, I completely mean, she looked agree. gorgeous as well though. Like it's a great gown. For me though, I'm going to pass it. Yeah, I'm going to pass as well. Sorry, girl. Uh, Carrie Colby, though, Jesus motherfucking Christ. Okay, so when she said that this was actually J-Lo's real gown, did she mean that J-Lo wore this, yeah. the 2019 Redemption or whatever it was? This is the 2019 version so of that, the... that's the exact one. That's the exact one. The same one that um, that she wore on... Um, it was like sunsets. a... Vis- yeah. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> no. There was um one of the one of the girls from Selling Sunsets goes to this designer boutique and they put her in that dress. Oh god um, damn it. And she doesn't buy it or wear it or anything. She just like needs to be seen in it. Uh, shine. I mean, we can do a Selling Sunset hate podcast if we want, but <laughs> it I it doesn't surprise me that Kerry Colby managed to get the dress. Like who is she? Like, she is she? seems to be the most connected because she's part of the Colby dynasty. Yeah, I just I something so. tells me that she has the connections. Yeah, J Lo is probably like, can you please wear this? It'd be such an <laughs> honor for me. <laughs> Won't go that far. But <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, it didn't surprise me that this was literally the exact dress. And like someone had to do it when, when yes, they announced that it was not over thousand J Lo's. I bet all of them brought that look, and I bet that um, they were all like, okay, I have to put this away immediately. Carrie has the real one. I'm going home now. But uh, when it comes to so the 2019 version was obviously a modernized like a it was brand new version yeah, it had all of the, the appliques on the on the shoulders. And yeah, everything. I I like that a lot more than her original. Was it 99 or 2000 Grammys? Uh, yeah, you're you're better to call that than I am. It was one of the Grammys in the early days when she was dating P Diddy. Um, right. So <laughs> time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a true story. That original dress is the reason Google Images exists today. Yeah, they said that on the show. I had to fact check that, but it's it's yeah. literally the reason. Some people it was so in demand for people to see it that wow. Google, they created Google Image. Images search. did not exist before that. <laughs> Just J Lo created yeah. images. <laughs> J Lo. That that's where the J and JPEG comes from. It's J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we change it to J Lo? <laughs> I'm not Peg. kidding. Let's make it happen, people. <laughs> Um, Jennifer Pegg, that's what it says. <laughs> uh, I, I could make a joke there, but I'm not going to because I respect J-Lo too much. Um, and, and, and if you guys couldn't guess, it's an absolute yes. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Do we even need to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally uh, can't say the same thing about Georges though. Yeah, what's Georges? I, guys, Georges, you know I love Georges. 
This was one of her Super Bowl looks, J-Lo Super Bowl looks. Um, it's great for, J- for J-Lo to perform in. Yeah, she did J-Lo. She, did, she came out on that stage and she gave us J-Lo. But, she gave us um, J-Lo's moves and everything, but the girl... Nude, the nude was not nude. It was not color. nude? Yeah, it was kind of like um, nude delusion. Why? This has been a topic of conversation on the pod for quite a few episodes uh-huh. now of recent. And uh, I, I started talking about it really like uh, about uh, Eureka and All Stars 6 for her finale look. But it's been coming up all the time, especially in the UK. Season three of the UK, we couldn't stop talking about this. Queens, nude means nude. Nude means nude. Match your skin. <laughs> nude equals nude. Nude equals nude. <laughs> that, that concludes our intensive six-week course. That <laughs> literally, though, I, it's my biggest pet peeve right now with this show. Queens, yeah, I mean, nude. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna have a mismatched skin tone with your nude, go for it. Like have the entire thing, or go contrasting. Yes. Um, or cover your entire body so that you can't really see the the remaining skin. Um, Completely. <laughs> cover your skin. Cover your skin. Um, no, I think that she looked gorgeous though. It was a good gown. I mean, not a gown. It's a good um, <laughs> body suit. Good body suit. And I think the mirrors on the suit looked a little bit sparse as well. I think she probably could have had some more yeah. going on there. Like she, she and especially on her wrist, she had like um, what looked like uh, fucking pantyhose on her wrist that yeah. she just glued random triangled mirrors on yeah it's like she only had one disco ball to deconstruct and she got halfway through and <laughs> yeah. i was like okay i'm done i uh, yeah i'm sorry georges I, I i love you but for this it's an absolute pass uh, she looks stunning i can't give it a pass really yeah i'm gonna have to give it a yes uh sorry i needed more it's it's <laughs> drag race it's olympus of drag you need to take if you need to take a look you make it drag. Yeah, I mean, if we're if we're if we're just reviewing only the only the look, then I'll give it a, a pass. But the <laughs> you the love Georgia's too much. <laughs> yeah, Georgia's too much. Georgia's if you're listening. Um, <laughs> uh, the way that she came out and served J Lo on the stage was, was epic for me. All right, I guess presentation matters. All right, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Lady Camden was next. Um, oh no, sorry, uh, Jasmine Kennedy was next. Kennedy. <laughs> uh, I get those two confused a lot. I'm this not gonna was lie. Gorgeous. This was done. Yeah, and the fact better. is, I mean, whether she made this or not, I don't know if a designer made this or whatever, but they would have had to make it from scratch. It's not the same outfit. No. So the detail, incredible. The resourcing that they have to pull these things together. Yes. Like imagine, like what what would you do tomorrow if someone said you need to have a J-Lo look? You have to like go and find a designer, go and um, <laughs> yeah. make it, find the fabric, pay for it. Like that's that's a like a couple of thousand dollars at least. Exactly. Um, and she looks stunning and I'm so glad that she got to show it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I th- and. Yeah, it, it looks a lot like the original, um, almost identical to the original. She did a really good job with it and she looks great and it's still drag because that look originally is not like a standard red carpet kind of look that you would see. It really does make a statement. Uh, so a great choice and she pulled it off so well. So it's a yes. She's giving us the ball that she, the second ball that she wanted. Exactly. <laughs> this was your like, second ball, Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, you give it an yes? Yes. Yes. Uh, can we say the same about Maddie Morphosis? Good. Okay, JLo looked fantastic on that day. Can we just like. JLo looked incredible at the inauguration of Joe Biden. Shout out to JLo. Um, um, I just think it's not, it doesn't look flattering on her. She's got no shape. Um, it looks incredible though. Like it, it's all there. All the it's pieces all are there. there. But it doesn't. It doesn't look expensive. That's the thing. Jayla looked expensive when she wore that, uh, and this does not. She looks like, um, like it looks like a, a knockoff, which it is. It, well, it, it definitely is. You're right. I just, um, I, I think the look on Jayla was great because I mean she wore this in the dead of winter in Washington D.C. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, you need to clothe it up, um, which you know Jayla doesn't 
do no. uh, you know, but she, my she choice. looks so good. She looks rich and she looks She looks like, fantastic, but Maddie and even at the end of the runway, I'm looking at it right now, she even stands like a straight man. Okay, like, I, one of my notes when I was writing them down was that her walk is not great. Her walk is not good. She looks like she's a straight man. This is worse than Kim Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm, yeah, guys, I understand. Uh, mm, no, pass, pass, sorry. No, it's a pass. It's a pass. I mean, again, presentation matters in my opinion and she did not serve J-Lo. She was not giving me J-Lo fantasy. No, and that's what we want. We want the J-Lo fantasy. We love that look as well. We want the J-Lo glow, which is her fragrance in stores now yeah, at Chemist Warehouse. Um, Deja Sky was next and I hate that she did a J-Lo look that's, looks nothing like what she did. This is the first time in the episode that Deja's guy was featured. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that it was, it looked costumey. It did look costumey, Michelle Visage. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, I mean, this, this is the, the real JLo look is the real JLo look. It's gorgeous. It's printed. It's got pattern. That then, pattern is so. I understand if Deja's guy couldn't find that pattern. It's so. It's <laughs> everywhere. Lux. Um, but g- girl, it's just, she really, she made a drag. Did she? <laughs> well, I mean, she's doing that. <laughs> she's, she's doing that. It's, it seems like she just, um, she tried and she did the best that she could, but I don't want the, I don't want to make that so obvious that you're doing the, I did the best I could, yeah, you know, like yeah, I like, want it to be like, pow, bam. This is the time to bring it to the runway. And, um, yeah, yeah she, someone I mean, should do a song about that. <laughs> She, she looks good, but she doesn't need the assignment, in my opinion. No, and it bugged me in the critiques that Ross was like, um, this is so, like, still J-Lo, but also you. I'm like, no, it's not. It's bad. That's not the challenge. The that, challenge was J-Lo. It wasn't. <laughs> they, I think just because she was in the top, they had to be like, well, we have to find a way to compliment the outfit. <laughs> Which is, by the way, not how it needs to go, judges. I'm just saying, if an outfit's bad, you can say it's bad. Yeah, you can just say what it is. I think what they do, though, in the judging panel is they say one good thing and one bad thing for every queen. Every queen. It. Yeah, and then they just choose which one is um, the one that they <laughs> want <laughs> at the end. God. We, I, I need a... I need a reach a certain level of fame that I can become a guest judge on at least down under so that I can get into the, <laughs> the weeds of how this works and be I'm, there to experience it. I'm with you there. I've been desperate to be a part of that set. I'm well, like, um, I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, literally I could even be a fucking, uh, what do you call it? I'll be a runner. Yeah, a runner. I'll put the tape on the ground. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up was Dia Betty doing uh, JLo's initial, like her first Super Bowl look when she came mm, up. Um, interesting choice. On the pole. Um, that Super Bowl performance, by the way, was in- fucking incredible. Yeah, it, like, uh, she can do no wrong. Oh, I love it. It looks so much better once she took that a little bit off. You know, it, it's, True. It's, it's the same trope every single time, even on Project Runaway and Drag Race. If they if they put a queen up and she's got too much on, they're like, oh, take that off. Can I see what it looks like without, yeah. the, without the skirt? And they take it off and they're like, oh, my God, you're stunning. Without that, you should have just not had that on. <laughs> well, she also, J-Lo did take it off in the performance. Like, she only had it on for the first number, which was Waiting for Tonight, I think. So it made sense that she took it off um, yeah. and it looks exactly like hers. Like she did a great job with this. Yeah. Uh, I think um, we all slept on her. We all slept on dieting. <laughs> I was happy when she got sent home. I'm not happy, but like I wasn't, wasn't surprised when she got sent home. I True. thought, yeah, well, one of them has to go and she wasn't the one who brought it. Um, nope. But when she's back, she's just been giving nothing but flawless every single time. Yeah, I really loved her ball look so much. Yeah. The, the wedding gown thing, yeah. Uh, no, it's an absolute nyas for me, fully. Oh, nyas, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And oh, Angeria, Paris, Van Michaels. Ah, uh, she did the thing. My goodness. She did it. She did the Met look. This is the look. This is the one. This is the look. 
I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not a, a Met uh, aficionado, mm-hmm. but when I do think Met Gala, I think this. Yeah, this is one, like when you search Met Gala in Google mm-hmm. Images, which JLo famously created, um, <laughs> this is what shows up. I It's it's perfect. I mean, obviously, uh, Angeria did um, this, obviously more of the Swarovski stuff around different. her neck, yeah. the choker, and JLo just did like a plunging, like a blue... Uh, kind of like heart of the ocean kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Angeria just—I don't think any other queen could have pulled this off like she did. No, of course not. And, and why would they want to when, <sighs> when she's walking out there showing that? Um, I think that it looks different. Like so, when you when you get the original reference photo from from JLo at the Met, she's kind of like in this you know outdoorsy runway kind of situation. Mm. There's not a lot of lights, cameras, and actions and all that. But on the runway, there's so much light that it looks shinier. Yeah. Uh, and I think it makes it 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 um. It de-elevates it a little bit, in in my opinion. It looks a little bit more shiny and tacky than it would if it was just this kind of like. I could, yeah, I, I. Do you see what I mean? Like, it, I do, and I'm, I still don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care. I'm just saying, like, this is my, you know, when they when they ask the judges to say one negative thing about the look, that's that's my. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I'm only saying it because I have to. Yeah, I know. I totally, I totally agree. But um, yeah, she absolutely nailed yeah. it. This is. Drag race doing Art of a Thousand JLOs and a queen doing drag, JLO drag. Yeah. This is everything we need. And yeah, what I said before, like, you know, when there's there's so many references to JLO that you're bound to be able to find at least yes. one that matches your drag aesthetic. And she did. She that did. Her. And Julia, biggest nyas. Biggest oh, fucking nyas. Yeah, do we even have to? It's, it's, oh, I live. And Alyssa Hunter was next as well. And she, then Alyssa Hunter, okay. Alyssa <laughs> Hunter, uh, she was doing also old school JLO. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really like this to be honest I mean, the white suit white hat it was giving me um uh what was that clip with madonna and britney spears <laughs> oh doing um hollywood no um the one where they kissed in the music video was that hollywood yeah i think madonna oh she was doing like a virgin and then madonna came on stage and did hollywood oh uh, yeah that's yeah right. um, um yes that, and she, she did look ugly she yeah. did look ugly <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say that you said that um, but, um, but then she obviously revealed, obviously from this white tux into uh, yeah, see, that's, a full beaded JLo didn't do that, did corset. She? Um, I don't think so. No, that this wasn't is, the which is why maybe I'm saying something controversial. Get brave, but this, <laughs> which is why I consider this to be JLo drag. This is how you drag it up. Yeah, this is how sure. okay. this is a drag queen doing a basic JLo look and making it drag. I think she did a fantastic. So job. you're a fan of the of the of the um of the hunter. I'm a fan of this runway very very much. Okay. I'm also a fan of the, of uh, Alyssa in terms of I would like to go to bed with her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I genuinely the tux before she takes it off. Yeah, I can understand. It's like give us a little more, but then yeah. she gives you more. It's very like, but it works because you're Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> No, excuse me. It worked because it worked. It's, uh, I, I didn't like it. I'm going to have to pass it. Just because really? I think like the, the corset was mismatched to the pants. It didn't really fit over the top properly. Um, and it wasn't J-Lo. Like if, if I saw that on a runway, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, yes, it's J-Lo. I think it's it's her. Like it's, it's Alyssa Hunter doing drag, which mm. is, you know, respect. Um, but <laughs> we do respect. <laughs> uh, uh, it wasn't, wasn't J-Lo for me. Uh, it, it, it is for me. It's a full nyas for me. Okay. I, I, I thought it was great. Um, Orion Story uh, did a look uh, that JLo wore to the Human Rights Campaign. Express. Here we go. Um, hmm. What do they say? They made a they gave her a read about looking veiny. Which <laughs> 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 I live. Uh, look, this. Hmm. I She's will give her credit. Stoned. I will give her credit. The nude illusion. Yes. Is a nude. 
Yeah, it's um, it it's, matches her skin. Yeah, it looks like it's just sitting on top of. Her so skin. based on that alone, it's a part a nyas. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry, I am going to pass it because it is just a little too. Yeah, I can't decide on this one actually because she looks regal and she looks good. She looks she, regal, but she, she also look, but it's also not the best trailer reference either. It's like, not. It's absolutely not. I think there are so many more things she could have done. Um, it she's giving me like, Scarlet Envy, by the way. Like, oh yes, in terms of her attitude and the way that she walks and her aesthetic, I think she's giving me Scarlet. Beautiful, yes. I mean, beautiful, but also I'm still trying to figure out, does she... I feel like her makeup journey is still in the early stages. <laughs> because... The fact that it's a journey at all is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just... Uh, I, I feel like her, her eye makeup never seems to... Ama- it seems like she really... She isn't painting on a look. Mm. She's literally just painting what she's Doing got. Makeup, yeah. And uh, I think she can do better. So I'm hoping that improves over time because I'm really not impressed with the, yeah. with the makeup. And... Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just the dress itself. I don't think it's it's enough for me. So it's a, it's a pass. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you're her and you're in the in the change room, uh, putting that look on, and you look over and you see Angeria wearing her beaded gown, and you're like, or well, Carrie. yeah, or, like what do you where do you go from there? <laughs> Literally, though, you it's one of those situations where like I would I would kill to be a fly on the wall for when the queens are seeing each other's looks. Imagine them pulling that out and being like, fuck, <laughs> I know, I'm going home. <laughs> and the amount of people who would have the amount of queens who would have been like. Oh, Carrie, you're doing the Versace thing. Oh, that's the... All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm trash. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here to like service organs for you <laughs> to continue living and being a beautiful angel. I get it. I, yeah, that's where my place in this world. Okay. When they aired the actual super teasers. Yes. Whose did you like more? They, were, they kind of were all a bit... Same to me. Like they, they were, I mean, it was hard to tell them apart because there was so much chaos and so many people <laughs> and so many scenes. It like, was a lot of chaos. Where, where do you draw the line between one and the other? It's kind of a continuation of the same level of drama. Yeah. Um, I will say I liked... Oh, I liked them both, to be honest. I think they were pretty even. I know that's such a cop-out answer. Um, <laughs> no, no. I think... Um, I liked Willow's because I liked... Willow. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Willow did the best in her team. The whole little thing about the bitchula. She thought this was the bitchula. Where's Jeffrey Boyer Chapman? Oh my God, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Like, Could oh, climb him like a tree. Um, and she's searching for him under the table. Like I yeah. thought it was... Was that her idea or Michelle's? I think it was Michelle's. I think it was... Uh, maybe it was a collaboration. Or maybe, yeah. I think that Willow has got enough material that she probably had a lot to go in with. Um, yeah. And the fact that she even had the, the goal, the audacity, the nerve cheek and gumption to mention... <laughs> Jeffrey Boyer Chapman in the first place. Yes. Famously cast out of Drag Race. Um, <laughs> no, didn't you hear? He got an acting job and he didn't want to, you know, he couldn't yeah. do both. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it was? Uh, doesn't change the fact that he's gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. Um, I personally, this this is going to hurt me to say, but I actually preferred Team Maddie. Yeah, right. Okay. Who was in Team Maddie again? Uh, Team Maddie was like Angeria, Deja Sky. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, Angeria killed it. This ain't RuPaul's best Southern hospitality race. I was trying to figure out what she said because I had to go back and watch it like five <laughs> yeah. times. Oh, that was classic line. Um, you ugly ass bitch. Oh, the way that she said ugly. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that interaction between her and Deja and when Deja's like, help me up, help me up. Yes, that was great. <laughs> so good. I think Deja did a great job with this. That didn't make it to the final edit either. She was it just standing up suddenly. It didn't. And I think Deja's thumbs up. Yeah. Oh. After um, Dyer was like, I'm straight too. I just, I think that stood out for me more. There were better moments. Deja also doing the, 
I was born at a very young age. Uh, yeah, I've heard that trope before. I don't think that's an original one, but I think that it was very clever. They did a very good job. And Jiria also, when she did it, her lips, her lips were like 5,000 times bigger than usual. And uh, she's just like, Ugh. You know what killed me though is that the moment when they were crying and they were holding each other and sobbing. Oh, like heaving. Like, yeah, like, but they would take a moment, pause, sob again, pause. Like, it was very... Um, it was uh, well done. I wondered how long they were going to keep it up. I, would, I, would, <laughs> I want to see like the 10 minute cut of that. They probably would have just kept going yeah. until someone said, okay, we got it. Like got w- it. were Michelle and Carson directing at that moment? We didn't see it. Yeah, where were they? <laughs> exactly. Um, and also Orion, she had one moment, which was making out with herself in the mirror. Yeah. She had one moment. So And, and she did that in the, her moment. She had one moment to shine and she chose to make out with herself. Yeah. Um, do you know was, what I was thinking though when she was fully making out with herself in the mirror? Uh-huh. And we got it from both angles. Sanjay to the entrance with the Windex. Uh, <laughs> Sanjay to the entrance with the Windex. We got Queen walking, Queen kissing. <laughs> can we actually? I might put that. Can I make that meme and, and send it to Simpsons Drag Race and see if you can post it? That'd be great. <laughs> I'll do a review the submission and see if it's good enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I think Team Maddie was better, but. What's hilarious is that Maddie did nothing for me in the whole I think, no, I think Maddie was good. They all seem to respect her. If you've watched Duntuck, then you'll, um, I, they, no. they gave her props for being a good leader. And I think she, but she was, and in Untucked as well, she even went over to Alyssa and she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't work with you enough. I thought I maybe didn't give you enough time to shine or like, you know, I was, I failed you as a leader. I think she's like, she's, um, she's owning up to it and she's being, uh, gracious mm. and a good leader. Um, okay. And I think that's maybe her space in Drag Race. Like, maybe she's more of that than the actual drag queen. Like Mentoring that, queens as yeah, opposed yeah. to doing drag. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> when you need one. Let, let, let me give you advice as a straight man. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of the judges' critiques, here's what's interesting, guys. The bottom three, we knew who the top three were, obviously. Willow, Angeria, yeah. and Deja. Ab, do you agree with the tops? Because I feel uh, like yes, they were... Yes, I, I agree with the tops. Standouts. Um, I was... I don't know why anyone else bothers at this point. You know, <laughs> like, if you were any of the other queens, you'd be like, okay, these three are going to win every episode. Like, one of them is going to win. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine when those three are still around that someone like Lady Camden or Jasmine Kennedy are going to win a challenge. Exactly. Like, what, what are they going to excel at that those exactly. don't? You know, like, how can they come out on top? Um, Couldn't agree with you more. I hope that they do because I want to see more versatility in the winners. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy. But to if see, you're killing it. I'm happy to see Willow and Angeria win exactly. every week. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. And that's why tops didn't um, uh, confuse me. They rarely do. But uh, <laughs> tops confuse me. The bottoms, I've had a lot of issues with bottoms, and I did this week as well. Oh, Cornbread yeah. was in the bottom. Call it out. Kerry Colby and Alyssa Hunter. Cornbread was given the critique that she she needs to have levels and not be at 100 the whole time. Yeah. And that, and Lonnie Love as well, guest judge this week, who oh, I love. Lonnie Love, yeah. She didn't get enough airtime. She didn't. And I, I also love that she was on the panel with Ross Matthews because I'm a huge Chelsea Lately fan. Oh, and yeah. those two were on the round table together all the time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's it's great seeing them together again. When's Chelsea going to be a guest judge? Uh, I would have thought that she had been already. Uh, we need Chelsea I mean, Handler to be Jennifer a guest judge. And they can have Chelsea. We've got Ava Max next week. Give Chelsea Handler a spot. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> she wants it. <laughs> She's not working. Um, Cornbread did get told by Lonnie that... Um, the food jokes can just yeah. You need to do do more. That was that was a, a kind of a special moment because mm. I I don't think that she's heard that before and mm. it came from someone who had the exact same experience. Apparently, she was like, I was told this before and I wouldn't be a comedian without it. Yeah. Um. 
So I think there was a lot of respect in that exchange, even though it was a bit of a read. <laughs> it was a bit of a read, but it needed to be said. Yeah, um, and you see it all the time. And like RuPaul famously doesn't like eating um, or, or food jokes, but um, <laughs> they manage to pop up every season. Um, they sure do. I who, actually, who could forget All Star Six and that bloody since you've been gone lip sync? <laughs> Cornbread did have an emotional moment on the runway uh, during the critiques where she did talk about how she doesn't really let herself uh, feel too emotional or especially around other people. Um, I'm going to go there and say Cornbread, I don't think should have been in the bottom this week. And the reason she was was so the judges could give her or the show could give her an emotional moment yeah. where she could be vulnerable. And they gave it to her early, which is good of them. Yep, um, character development. Yeah, and we won't forget that that happened and there will be the levels that we... Um, that we which, viewers which pisses me off because I think I think Georgia should have been in the bottom this week. Yeah. See, they um, who else did they give that same note to? They said to another queen that was like, "You were giving us one note." Uh, Alyssa was uh, told she yeah, was giving see, one she note. Was, so Alyssa and Cornbread both got the same critique. Right? Yeah. This is one of my one of my thoughts that um, Alyssa got given the your one note, and so did Cornbread. And on the main stage, they give that read to Cornbread, and they say your one note. Let the healing begin. You know, we're all about you. Here's mm. a moment for you to, to have an emotional opening. And they give the same critique to Alyssa. And it's like, yep, yeah, well, you're done. <laughs> um, and it's like, where's the same compassion? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they had clearly made up their minds by that point. No, um, absolutely. Yeah. And so regardless of the critique that they gave them both, one of them had the more favorable outcome. Exactly. So it wasn't the same critique, in my opinion. It wasn't. And uh, I, I'm also, not only do I think Cornbread should not have been in the bottom, I'm, I'm not convinced Kerry Colby should have been the bottom. To be oh. honest with you, I understand her critiques were, I mean, something about how not only that she also didn't really have many levels, but she's too concerned with being pretty and that she needs to let that go. I thought that was an interesting thing to say with her as well. I mean, yeah. we've we had the queens on the season every year who are the pretty ones and they just, you know, we, we need you to not be pretty. It's like, well, actually, that's her drag. Like, <laughs> she's pretty drag. And also uh, there's, I mean... Um, there's a lot to unpack there as well, like um, telling a trans woman that she has to look a certain way. Mm. Uh, and there's there's so much wrapped up in the way that um, that she's presenting herself, I think, that um, she's probably fought really hard to be the pretty one. Yeah. Um, and to be told that she has to be ugly is probably a little bit, I don't know, it, it seemed off to me. Yeah. No, I, 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 it did seem off to me. I, I didn't think it was enough for, to land her in the bottom, especially yeah. considering... She didn't ultimately do bad in the super tees and um, she didn't really mess up any more than anyone else. And her runway was incredible. Yeah. So I'm not sure why she was in the bottom. So when I think about Cornbread and, and, and Kerry, I just think this is one of those episodes where I think this is why I had such an issue with this episode is because I don't think they're being honest. No. And as you said, they've made their minds up. They already. made their minds up and they just needed someone to do it. And like the disrespect putting Carrie in the bottom. I think like it was that Jasmine Masters vibe, right? Where it's like, mm -hmm. just for that gown girl, you're going to be safe. You know, that's what she should have been. She should have been safe just for that gown. Um, and she wasn't. And I think that they put her there to give us some, um, give us a fright. And yeah. they sure did. When I saw that she was in the bottom, I'm like, oh. It made no, no sense to me. It made no sense, but also I was terrified when I saw her in the bottom. I'm like, yeah. she cannot be here. No, it, it, it genuinely was. When, when it was fully confirmed that the bottom two were Kerry and Alyssa Hunter. I mean, we knew it was going to be Alyssa, but I just, <laughs> it, it really perplexed me 
I just, it was when I was asking myself, why is she in the bottom? Yeah, it's like, cut. I bet you're wondering how we got here. Yeah, <laughs> literally though. <laughs> Seriously. And I mean, of course, shout out to Angeria, our champion. Oh, yes. Deserve. Well deserved. Deserved. Yeah, natural. Couldn't she's be bothered. now got 10,000 in her pocket. Yeah, wow. She's won twice now, hasn't she? Yeah. Oh, front runner. Um, I honestly, this she's giving me the same like, like love and like good vibes that I got from Jada Essence Hall. Yes. Like I just felt such a connection to her on season 12 and I really rooted for her the entire time. Even <laughs> when she was a little meh about uh, toward Aiden in that untucked uh, yeah. episode, I was a little, uh, Jada, this, this isn't what you think it is. Um, I just, I think she's got, she's has to be top four. She has to be top there's four. No, Come there's on. There's no room in my fantasy for her to not be top four. Like, exactly. Um, if she wasn't. And I feel bad still because I thought she was a lot older than she actually is. <laughs> Wait, how old is she? She's like 26. Oh, yeah. I would have thought she was older than that. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I felt so bad. Okay. Um, young queen. Pageant. Pageant. Yep. Uh, it's yeah. regal. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, very, it's very matronly, the pageant scene. <laughs> yeah. um, That's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with our bottom two being Kerry and Alyssa Hunter, lip sync song, obviously a J-Lo hit. Mm-hmm. I do love play. I think it's an underrated JLo yes. hit. Yeah. I was expecting something like Love Don't Cost a Thing. Uh, I thought it was going to be um, Let's Get Loud. Oh, true. Let's yeah. Get Loud. Which would have been interesting to see That's either a of them do. Sync song. I mean, like, it's a chance to turn it up on the stage, do some flips, yeah. do some cartwheels. Like, it's it's a full energetic performance song. Um, yeah. And, like, so is, so is play, to be honest. But uh, It's a shame, though, that we, we wasted the Hex Hector remix of Waiting for Tonight on a seven <laughs> queen lip sync. Wow. Season 11, you guys. Not the vibe. Throwback. This <laughs> is not the vibe. But uh, this lip sync though, okay. Give me your honest feedback. As you were watching it, yeah, did you really think? I was watching it and I'm thinking, oh my God, Kerry's going home. Yeah. I can't believe it. And she she said before, she's like, oh, I'm so upset that I'm in this dress and I can't move because they're going to come and kill me if I tear this gown. I'm like, yeah, they would, but you know who's going to kill you if you don't? Everyone else. Yeah. I, I, it, oh, when she said that, I was like, you have got to be kidding me, girl. Yeah. If you don't bring this. And she's got it there. I'm, she must have some more moves than that. Like, she has to. Yes, girl, give us nothing. You know, like it was. Um, Absolutely. The, the, she did some voguing. She did some you know, squatty kind of like. Um, I like that she played moves. it up with um, play my motherfucking song by putting her hands in front of her face. Yeah. <laughs> like that was cute. But Alyssa was actually lip syncing, girl. Yeah. She was. She was doing the most. And, and she was matching the vibe of the song, which is what you Oh, yes, to do. exactly. The way to win a lip sync is to, to yes. feel the energy of the song and, and portray it. And the money gun situation, uh, that was a fuck up. Yeah. But, Although you could tell like when I was, when you were watching the, lip sync start you're like okay i know the outcome is going to be that Alyssa is going home because that doesn't make sense if she's not exactly and so what are they going to do in this lip sync for her to give the negative outcome and the when the money gun thing happened i was like here it is here's yeah. why they're, here's why they're going to justify this but is it that job. big a deal apparently i mean <laughs> they, they cut to they cut to like three people giving a negative critique about the money oh. gun and then they show the judges looking all, all like full exactly i'm um, sure the producer said to willow hey do you want to talk about when Alyssa's willow yeah uh, i'm sorry about willow that? when her money gun malfunctioned i'm yeah. like <sighs> they were really honing in on that exact moment in order to justify the fact that she did worst um which i don't think she did i think no. that, honestly she gave it a better go um and they needed her to go home so they found that one negative part about her lip sync and yep. focus on it this is why i had such a hard time with this episode yeah. i just 
you, we don't have to say it for the 5,000th time on the podcast, but we prefer when things are authentic and things are fair <laughs> and that just didn't seem like it just, it, it wasn't the result that was fair. Yeah. I think it I, was the result we needed, but not the result that we, um, but also I think I, I would have loved to have seen more of Alyssa Hunter. <laughs> I think we could have seen more of her as well. I was yeah. waiting for a chocolate bar to be gold, but it was not. Oh, I think they've timed out the chocolate bar perfectly. As Bruce said, leave it up to the drag gods. Girl, yeah. you mean your producers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know which queen has the golden... The drag gods, aka myself. You know? Like, it was yes. obviously her. You know when that chocolate bar comes out. You know. Like, we are going to have a moment. Like, remember when Brooklyn and Evie lip-synced against each other and mm -hmm. everyone's like, they're not going home. Neither of them are going home. They're the two front runners. Yeah. He's going to save them both. Yeah, of course. You can see. Even if it's a shit lip sync, he's going to save them both. But it was a great lip sync. Uh, you know, if we ever are in a situation where RuPaul says, um, cornbread, you're sachet away. Yeah. But check your chocolate. Maybe they'll do you like know a double it's... elimination and then one of them will have the gold. Maybe. That would be fun to watch. That could be fun. I think that, I mean, people are saying a lot. There's a lot of critique about the, the authenticity of the gold bar. Stuff. Mm. And I think that um, it's possible that it is legit. I hope that they. It, I hope that it is legit. I hope. I hope so. Um, and I think that if it is legit, though, because you've got like uh, essentially uh, a quarter of the queens will be in the finale, so won't mm. be needing to have a chocolate bar. Um, and what happens then? Like, what happens if the winner of the show has the gold one? You know, like, True. what if we never get that moment? What if they're all just chocolate, chocolate, chocolate every episode? Exactly, which is why I think. They've orchestrated it yeah, to not be that way. In terms of running a good TV show, I think it has to be, um, you know, yeah. it has to be edited. I think I think you're right. I think that someone in the top four probably does have the chocolate bar, but that person will be eliminated, like, probably Cornbread. Yeah, yeah. And I then get so. saved. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I just can't see it any other way, really. Oh, Willow, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, Rue's going to have to be like, oh, fuck, Willow, you suck this week. You did a horrible job. Yeah. I have to eliminate you. But it's okay because yeah, I know you got that I, golden I got, bar. I got my producer on the side with the gold bar waiting. Uh, exactly. And, and I know people are going to be like, no, but they signed it. No, but yeah. they don't have the bars with them all the time. They no. can switch them out. Yeah, I mean, like the, they made that product themselves originally. They can unwrap and then wrap it again <laughs> as if it was brand exactly. new. I'm sure that they have the, the manufacturing equipment to, exactly. to produce that bar again. Guys, we're not conspiracy nutters. <laughs> this is just oh, us. I am. <laughs> <laughs> we just know. I mean, we can be conspiracy nutters about Drag Race. I'm not exactly saying that 9-11 was an inside job. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying Drag Race, we, we know. We're 14 seasons in. We're 5 million international and all-stars versions in. This is the game. This is it. We know what's, what we're talking about here. Listen, is now, I can't see my foil hat, but I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it works. We should do a runway of just tinfoil. Wouldn't that be, that be the vibe? 100%. And then someone walks down going, 9-11 was this. <laughs> Bring back my foils. <laughs> the vaccine causes autism. <laughs> um, I got to say, next week, interesting little thing we got coming up. Yeah, what did they show? What was We the have one? some returning queens. Oh, yes, the returning queens. Oh, my God, they, the choices of the queens <laughs> returning. Uh, I am so happy about it. I fully cannot thank you enough, Ronan, for oh my God, being here with me today to talk about this episode that was a wildfire. My first ever podcast. 
Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, work. It's a huge part of me becoming a cultural icon. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, yeah, we're going to see you on uh, Down Under one day and uh, as as either a guest judge or a mini challenge challenge. guest being, yeah, (laughs) the creator of Simpsons Drag Race. You have 20 minutes to get into quick meme. Oh my God. That would mean though that they would have to spend money on the copyright to use the name of the Simpsons, which we all know (laughs) they will not be doing. Oh, because God. Yellow Mother. Well, but um, they've, they've, and, um, they've crossed over before. There was, a, there was a Drag Race episode of The Simpsons um, last year. There was. Um, and I watched great. it and it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, they, they did that. That was a choice, but yeah. Yes. Tell me, tell me you need to uh, find something to relate to kids these days without telling me you need to find something to relate to kids yeah, these days. Yeah, uh, it seemed a bit forced, but you know what? So is The Simpsons <laughs> now. <laughs> God, to be, to be 1999 again. I, I would. Wasn't there a song about that by Charlie XCX and Choice of Hunt? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go back, back to 1999. Back to season nine of The Simpsons. Copyright, I understand. Um, by the way, Charlie XCX's new song with Irina Sawayama. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, it's so good. I live. Oh, I can't wait. I live. Get into it. Get, that's, your, that's your assignment for the week, everyone. I'm going um, to see her in a... Um, <gasps> Jealous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I hate Sorry. you. Uh, you guys, two assignments for the week. Go listen to Charlie XCX's new song. And also subscribe to the podcast because wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, the many other ones, you need to subscribe because not only is there a new episode of season 14 chatter every single week, myself and very special guest co-host Tequila Mockingbird will be doing UK versus the world every single week. Every week you're doing that? Every single week. I wasn't going to do it with a new guest every week because that is torture. (laughs) I'm just getting my good Judy and also my neighbor to join me to chat UK versus the world every single week. It'll be coming out most likely on Friday mornings. So make sure you subscribe to the pod so you get new episodes right wherever you listen to your bloody podcasts. And of course, follow us on Instagram at nonotherdragracepod and have fun with us there. And... The Ronan, where should people follow? Follow my page. Uh, um, it's at Simpsons Drag Race. Perfect. Pretty, pretty clear. Pretty clear. <laughs> um, the, the Facebook, Facebook group. The Facebook group is also called Simpsons Drag Race. And if you're not on Facebook, Instagram is fine. Instagram is totally fine. Simpsons Drag Race is where it's at. If you are uh, pretty good with the Photoshop and you, like us, are obsessed with Drag Race and, of course, The Simpsons, then make some magic and send it on through. You don't need to be good at Photoshop. <laughs> you don't need to be good at Photoshop. I'm not even good at Photoshop and I'm going to try right now. Uh, with Mr. If you guys go to Simpsons Drag Race and you see Sanjay to the entrance with a Windex, you'll know that I was successful. <laughs> but uh, again, Ronan, thank you so, so much thank you for, having me. for joining me. It's an absolute delight. Uh, you guys, this was, as I said, the greatest crossover of uh, Aussie Drag Race fans. <laughs> Australia's number one Drag Race podcast and the number one Simpsons meme page <laughs> for Drag Race related things. Um, and again, guys, subscribe to the pod. We will see you... Uh, very, very soon for a UK versus the world. God, I'm so excited. Very quickly. Oh, wait. Who's your faves? In, in UK versus the world? Yeah. Oh, I really want to see a lemon. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we live in love for lemon. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.